Hello? What's happening, brother? Oh, uh, just another nut Sunday in Elmhurst where are they oh they the kids are going back to school from winter break and they gotta stock up the fridge and the freezer and the one downstairs too. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. That makes sense. They're they like buy all the food out and then they ask you where it is on the shelf. It's like you bought it out. You're nuts. It's gone. <laughs> There's no more. <laughs> I know. I, because customer service has got to be one of the most nuts things to ever. Just the fact that it's sometimes at work, what goes through my head is like how one day this was just invented and, and the customer will ask the employee questions. Like, this is nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Jeez. You, you, help, you help strangers that you don't know. Every once in a while, somebody you know comes into the store, whatever. That happens too. But I'm just saying, most of the time, the businesses you're helping strangers find shit. It's just bizarre. That's so <laughs> weird. These people aren't like fully grown adults. They they need somebody to hold their hand while they go grocery shopping, you know. But then, but then at their home. <laughs> But then at their home, they do all the stuff like an adult would do. It's nuts. Right. That's so bizarre. Like, it's like, the, it's like these people have been shopping at stores for decades. And they, yeah, they, they just want, yeah, they want uh, you to hold their hand and help them with every little step. And it's just. Gosh. Yeah, that would drive me up the wall. And I've just I, got. I, I I do this maintenance walk where you just walk around and scan these. It's an Amazon thing, whatever. The other grocery oh. stores do not have this, but Whole Foods has it because it's owned by Jeff Bezos and Crazy Amazon. <laughs> they got to keep track of their inventory so they don't lose any money. And if they do lose money, they got to know money how much money is they nuts. lost. I don't care that everybody yeah. got to have money. <laughs> Money's nuts. I don't care. The stuff is nuts. You you make it and then you spend it and you get like depressed that. A minute ago, you had it in your hand, and then you bought something with it, and it's gone. It's weird. Yeah. Just like Mark Passio says, it's all it's to keep everybody in a state of lack, you know. So they're constantly in a state of fear, like, "Oh, I don't have enough. I don't have enough money. I just ran out of money today." <gasps> like, <laughs> gasp. <laughs> I know. What's weird is every time I've like lost a, or maybe I was on the streets and something got stolen from me i felt like more free even though like someone took something from me it's like well i don't have to deal yeah. with them anymore <laughs> and so yeah. in, a, in a weird way being homeless and getting robbed is like it's kind of like liberating it's a real this is an out there thing to say but I, <laughs> it's true no, i can relate yeah like sometimes when i've lost stuff i'm like yeah but i'm like yeah but i don't have to and i can buy something else now and check out something i don't know i just right. also, as a drifter type like you're gonna get into situations where people are like give me your phone you're like all right this is nuts like <laughs> yeah a good friend of mine was just uh we just we when we the last time we hung out he was like man you need to get a job and you need to get money and then you need to get a car because right now you're just stuck and i'm like last time we had a car the license plates got stolen and then i was like you know i'll just get a bike because you know people steal bikes but you know, if you get a good lock, they don't, they don't, they leave them alone for the most part. It's really weird. But even if you get a car, people will steal your car. Or if you put your camera in and you don't like put it under the chair, somebody will break into your car or something like that. It's just crazy. Like, I'd rather have a bike. 
<laughs> no, dude, I'm the same way. Like, and when it doesn't snow a lot, I'll ride in the cold. I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, that's awesome. I used to do that a lot. I'd still rather either pay for a lift than buy a car because basically you, it's easier to come up with gas money to get where you got to get to than to save up for a car. So that's why I just do lift like in the cold weather too because it's just like, well, like I don't have to have yeah. a car. And I'm going to get from point A to point B safely, and it's okay. And it costs like – like my ride from my apartment to Whole Foods is like five bucks. So it's not bad wow. at all. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. That's not bad at all. And I don't have to like walk, you know. Like it's like, yeah, in the yeah. cold. Yeah, or it's like, you know – goodness gracious if you piss off a customer and they they you know where are the employee cars parked at <laughs> they'll go like slash your tire or something like that yeah who knows i've, knows, seen, who knows, I've seen that happen a lot man yeah people are too nuts heck yeah people are they're so petty it's wild yeah petty that's the best word out of all the words people are these times that we're living right now are like the pettiest times like they they really are because everyone is doing all the yeah. to each other and it's nuts. It's got to stop. We're just distracted, dude. I know, yes. and, and I like how what Mars Mark Passio says about money because, dude, it all it does is distract your brain when your account gets low and you're like waiting on payday. Like all you do is think about that. You, you're not even thinking about your future or what mm -hmm. you should do for art. You're thinking about money and that's it. It's nuts, man. Yeah, heck yeah. It's just like what uh, it's what doc. There's this guy called his name is Dr. Bruce Lipton. He wrote a book called The Biology of Belief, and uh, he he basically talks about how when we're in a state of fear, all the blood is like in our fist. It's like outside of our our viscera is what it's called, which is our guts. You know, when our blood is in our viscera, that's when we can really grow. But uh, nowadays, the blood is just constantly out of our viscera. We're always in a state of fear. We're always like in a fight or flight sort of modality and a mentality sort of thinking. And so, yeah, it's it's and then it's just stressful. And then and then you throw all these people who are who have that mentality to get and then you got to try to work with them. You got to try to help them find groceries. And then they're worried about their kids. And this it's in, this. Yeah. Society is fucking nuts. I it's just like, <laughs> I know. Every time I go on my break, I just watch this busy road. What's like, up, Dennis? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good, good. How's holidays? Oh, all right, all right. What's up? All the guys been on. Oh, oh, only like seven minutes. Not very long. Oh, okay. yeah, not too long. Cool. What were you just talking Matt, about? Matt was just going off about how he had to work late and the corporation doesn't care about him and <laughs> a lot of truth. A whole lot of truth. Normal normal work. <laughs> well, a corporation can't care about just just a fictional idea, right? That's true. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it confuses because Corporation, we think of the people running it typically, but that's not what you know. Legally, it's the uh, it's a fictional entity. Yeah, has no emotions, can't care about you. <laughs> Man, that's true. And that reminds me of the uh, so there's a like there's a whole there's a local shopping plaza in our town that um, 
basically got bought out and they raised the rent of every building in the plaza. So a lot of the buildings are just, they're just going out of business because they can't afford the rent anymore. (laughs) It's it's freaking wild. And it's not like uh, all these businesses are going up for sale, but it's not like, Oh, uh, you know, John (laughs) Snow is selling the building. It's like the, uh, the salvage (laughs) restaurant group. You know, it's like all these this groups and uh, corporate, you know, it's exactly like what we were talking about. Yeah. Or uh, like when I worked at Taco Bell, all the all of our paychecks said Con Agra or Con, C-O-N-A-G-A-R-A, Con Agra Foods. And it's like it's I worked at I've worked at Pizza Hut, Taco Bell and like. KFC slash Taco Bell, and it was all owned by the same corporate, the same corporation. It's right in the word <laughs> corporation. Right? It's just like a non-physical entity that people basically fucking worship. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Dennis said; it's fictitious. It's not even real. The whole legal system is fictitious, right? I mean, you've got a birth certificate, Man. right, or, yep. or a driver's license. You fill out forms. Agreeing that you're an employee, you're accepting the title of a fiction employee numbers, badge number, blah, blah, blah. Even your name, Henry. Yeah, that's me. That, you know, if you give your last name because a corporation has a last name, right? Right. Then you're identifying yourself as a corporation, which has no legal rights, and they just treat mm-hmm. you like the legal fiction. Yep. <laughs> All the little legal games I'm learning by some friends of mine in town are studying this stuff, you know. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's all uh, your name's all always in all capital letters because you're you're not representing a natural person. It's really bizarre. Right. Yeah, if you got all caps or you already have a last name because corporations only have last names and the cop pulls you over as issue. Oh, that's right. Henry oh, or whatever right. gives your last name. Yeah, that's me. Then you've just identified yourself as a corporation. Now yeah. he treats you like one. You got no human rights. He can arrest you, do whatever. Um, that just blew my mind. Because then those papers that are in all capital letters, if you think about it, if you really notice it, your last name is always first ahead of your first name. Like on almost right. everything you sign, I just realized that. Like when you go to the DMV or go get your license. Wow, yep. that's wild. The little tricks they play, you know. The 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 bracelet. If you go to the hospital, you go to the emergency room. The bracelet it says your last name first, all capital letters. Those little white bracelets. Wow, dude! <coughs> Holy cow! You're right, yeah. You're right. Those hospital bracelets Holy will always have your shit. last name first. Yeah. That's that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, got my mind blown. Yeah. My mind if a cop blown. pulls you over, so one of the tricks they'll ask you is, "Is this is this your vehicle?" What would you say? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's it, that, That's not your vehicle. It belongs to the corporation called Henry N., right? And you happen to oh. own the corporation. It's not your right, the right answer is it's not my vehicle. It's owned by my corporation. Henry N., here it is. Here's my right. corporation certificate. Give me a driver's license. And I own the wow. corporation. So that's the technically correct answer. They're tricking you once you say, you know, yeah, it's my vehicle. Wow. They, they really got you. <laughs> Damn. You don't really like <laughs> word sorcery. Sheesh. Spelling and word sorcery magic, you know. You. Wow. Damn. Got us by the <laughs> this balls. Is like, this is like so intense early on in the podcast. It's funny. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm tired. It's been 
that's been exhausted. Jasmine's been having like gut aches and and just all sorts of health problems, and yeah, it's been like it's been stressful. And now and then, like speaking of the corporation thing, she was filling out paperwork, and the paperwork said that uh, you know all capital letters, her name's in all capital letters, of course. But some one of the sections that she had to, she had to sign was it says if an attorney decides to take legal action because you can't pay uh you know whatever you can't pay the fees whatever they decide to call them um it's it's like you basically they can take you to court and you have to legally pay these fees so in my mind i'm like okay so they just all these your names in all capital letters and they can just basically just choose some arbitrary number that they and you have to sign it it's just it's just not a very like when you're trying to get your body healthy into a state where like of no stress so you you know your your body can function and you have you're you're faced with these papers put in front of your face with like you're just it's just black and white and everything's in all capital letters and oh you're your attorney and just it's oh, it's just a headache yep oh yeah pa- paperwork is always a headache Heck yeah. And then you don't have any money to begin with, too. So it's <laughs> it's like, oh, great. No, I can sign this paper that's like, that's... <laughs> we can come up with some arbitrary number because of radiology. And it's just like, all... and then they throw all these oh, everybody thinks like insane words. Everybody thinks, like, oh, you don't have like, you have like 10 grand set aside. It's like, what are you talking about? I barely have any money every day in my life. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's something that always comes up. Oh, you don't have like money set aside. Like you don't have money. That's it's normal. Like it's just like you know. Remember at the Matrix presentation, I, I said uh, I quoted Mark Passio. It's like when you, when you go on a first date with somebody, what's the what's the question that get they ask after pleasantries are exchanged? Is it are you a good poor person or what what do you do to, for a living? What do you do to make money for a living? Right. I, I kind of got. I lost track of what I was saying, but <laughs> no, I know you're. I think I know what you're saying. It, but basically, like people always ask you what you do for a living before like anything else. Yeah, like yeah. So that's normal. It's normalized. Dude, that ask that's people, how like, Elmer's. That's no, how Elmer's. Is. <laughs> yeah, Elmer's yeah. man. That that's how this place is. They all the chicks. The first thing they ask you is like, "Who are your parents and how much do you make?" Like it's nuts. Like just yeah. to date them. It's two knots. And when when me and Jasmine went there, I was playing like you know I, I'll open if I have the guitar, I'll open up my guitar case and I'll like try to you know I'll try to hustle some money. But I did I in Elmhurst, I never made any money, and like most of the people that they would just look at us with the just dirtiest looks, and like you know we're usually pretty clean people, and we'd still get like looked down on. <laughs> It's really weird. I hear you, man. When, when you go busking, not to like really shit on Elmhurst or you know, like, but when you oh, go no, busking, you can. I don't care. You have to go to like certain areas to busk. Like if around here, we wouldn't go busking in South Bend or Mishawaka or Notre Dame. We would go to like Elkhart to go busking. And then when we did that, people would like buy us meals. They'd buy us like Little Caesars pizzas and two liters. They'd ask us what we wanted, what type of music we liked. They'd have conversations with us. But you know, if you go to somewhere like South Bend, Notre Dame, Elmhurst, or a, a lot of places in Chi Town, Chi Rack, it's uh, yeah, they'll just look down on you. It's really, it's really weird. Yeah, man. I don't know. 
energy vampires. You're not, you're not even panhandling. You're you're doing something for money. Like exactly. That's how I always looked at it. You know, it's like I mean, I like panhandling. That that's a thrill when somebody gives you something. It's fucking nuts. I could see how that's that would be pretty cool. I just I, I did an episode. I did an episode on here a while back, all about panhandling. The art of, I called the art of panhandling. I remember that. <laughs> that was a good one. Heck yeah! So it's been exhausting. Like you know, Friday Friday was pretty cool. The show was awesome. Uh, the absentees came from Michigan, and then uh, Steve's in the band from Chicago, Elburn. Is it? Does that sound familiar, Matt? Steve's in the band. Yeah. They're, yeah, like, yeah, I've seen them before. They're, they're part, lighter. Oh, they played there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, they played their I bought some of their merch, and it's like they have a song called "Train to Elburn." And uh, man, there's there's both both of those bands just fucking killed it. It was so awesome. But uh, again, we don't have a car, so Jasmine wasn't able to go to the show. And even though even she was feeling like shit anyway, but uh, I always Wait, had did, way more fun with Jasmine. What? What's up? Did you Did you play? Oh yeah, of course. I got yeah, yeah. I got to open up for him. Yeah, yeah. you did an art thing, so you felt good. Yeah, Steve's in the band, and uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun as hell. And then I actually hung up drywall for the first time. I learned how to hang up drywall, even though it was a little slight. It was a little crooked, but <laughs> yeah. No, I think you told me that you said that on the other one we had a couple days ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. No, we I did just that. remembered. I don't know why. I don't know. I forgot we did that <laughs> midweek one. I know. I know. It's so random. Well, just because. <laughs> I, we kept like falling asleep, and then one of us would be up, and one of us, I don't know. It was nuts. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, but we did, a, but we did a lot of Sundays in a row. Like, you got to give yourself a little credit. Like, we did a lot of Sundays in a row. And we even got Christmas Eve, and that's pretty good. So, oh, yeah, well, the, streak en- the streak ended at New Year's, but that's cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll make a new streak. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think to get a really good following, you have to have a, some, some good amount of consistency. Yeah, you do. But it's no, okay. I mean, some, some people say, is, uh, some people say pretty, do it every day. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, shoot, but then we'd run out of topics, you know. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it every day. I mean, I could, but our audience know. we have is uh, they're they're pretty good to us, I'd say. If 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 I could find more people to be on, maybe this is a goal. I don't know, but if I could find more people to be on throughout the week. And just get all these different perspectives. That would be yeah. really cool. That would be really fucking cool. Like, like our slot is Heck Sunday yeah. night, but then like other people's a Tuesday night slot or Thursday night. Slot, I don't know. And what you know? Yeah, who knows, man? Maybe, maybe that's how to grow it. But it's so tough. Like, have have how how has your luck been with that, Dennis? Have you been doing a lot of interviews or? Um, I, I did one, I was going to have one with Sol Luckman from YouTube uh, next week, but he canceled. I interviewed oh. with him like a year ago. If you go on his Sol Luckman Uncensored, he's an author like me and nice. And he's got like 4,000 subs and you know, he's done, he's won some awards with his writing and stuff. And we did an interview a year ago and he, he was going to do another one with him, but he had to cancel. He's having some, some spiritual struggles about the whole <clears throat> simulation uh the lucid dream we're living in kind of thing the gaia sophia model mm. john lamb lash gnosticism he's kind of into that and okay so yeah he just sees that he's a solipsism he, like uh, true matrix psychology you're in your own little reality sort of but you can interface with others to tell telepathy to who their avatars Did attached you... to another reality oh. like that's how i see it and you know he's kind of 
seeing everything as a cult. Like we think similar, right? You know, I, I was looking forward to talking to him, but for whatever reason, okay. he, doesn't, he doesn't want to do the interview because it's uh, everything is a cult, right? Everything has that mini me satanic organization yeah. structure. Mark Passo talks about hierarchy, compartmentalization, just follow orders. You know, you, you're never given all the information you feel you need to have to make a decision. I'm the boss. I'm the manager. Just mm -hmm. do what you're told. Exactly. It's just conditioning to do what you're told. It's all part of that. Cult. it's all a cult you know so anyway yeah souls kind of coming around thinking like me and i was uh, looking forward to the interview but oh well i don't know what can you do how about you many interviews heck yeah that actually reminds me uh last week it i mean this is kind of a stretch but last week we were talking about how uh matt's job whole foods they were like you have to wear this uniform and i've been with the through the same thing with dominoes it's like you have to wear this uniform but they don't really uh just like you said they don't really give you a reason they kind of like leave you in the dark i feel like it's they don't really give you a true reason why they just tell you to do it and if you don't do it if you like butt heads with them they'll you know again then you start getting looked down upon and maybe your hours will get cut or <laughs> they won't let you get paid or they'll tell – they won't let you get Thanksgiving off, and then they tell you well, it's you have like, Thanksgiving at the last second. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, like the la it's like the longer you stay at one of these <laughs> fake corporations, the more they try to control – like, first it was like, oh, you're taking your apron and your hat off when you go outside because you're smoking something out there on your break. Oh, the my first goodness. Is that. Well, but they just – they do as many things to control you as possible, man. It just – it's completely, it, it, yeah. they really, these job things really are real as insane asylums. Like, they really are. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> I know it's too deep. <laughs> Uh-oh, they're going to cut us off. <laughs> oh, hell no. We're, we're over that stage. <laughs> that one week was weird. We had like four or five people, but it kept cutting out. I don't know. It was weird. Hmm. It seems like they've been getting better. Maybe because there's not like uh, what I was at, that what I was getting to earlier. It, it's really hard. It's just hard to get people to to speak. Well, it's just we I live mean, in times. <laughs> I know. I mean, dude, like even if you look on YouTube, like there's people uploading like brand new original music that's never been heard like daily on YouTube. So everybody's still trying to get like noticed or whatever. It's insane out because and then everybody's wow. got a podcast or this. Or this. I don't know. It's nuts. Right. I mean, I knew a lot of podcasts that started like I, I, uh, I was a guest on a couple, like I was a guest on George's podcast and I was a guest on um, somebody's podcast from Bloomington, Indiana, a two pints radio show. They just kind of told some raunchy stories, just kind of like crazy life stories. But I don't know what happened to to either of them. I think they both just kind of fell off and stopped. And then a lot of people, when that happens, they don't even keep their content online. They just end up deleting it all. Like, I think that's what happened with the Kill George podcast. Wow. Yeah, it's just, man, it's just really weird. <laughs> and I, I know we're always talking about Mark Passage. No, I'll mention Brandon Martin, too, because he always talks about how, you know, you have to. Uh, it's just it's just so hard to get people to to speak. I just don't understand. Yeah, well, did, like didn't just, he even say for the seed thing, like only like 95 people tuned in or something online? Like, yeah. 
It's like not yeah. even a hundred, like not even. That's what scares me about these order following weirdos that we live amongst every day. <laughs> yeah, and I promoted that stuff too. I tried, I had a pizza night at Domino's. Like we had a bunch of, like I live streamed it on the TV in the conference room at Domino's, and like nobody showed up. I offered free pizza, made a Facebook event. I like I did everything I could to, to freaking promote that thing, and yeah, only that amount of people tuned in but still every year it gets better you know just it's, no i'm not i'm not like i'm not dis disregarding that i it's right, just crazy how, it's just crazy how that and then you did your thing your matrix thing and nobody showed and it's just it's crazy how like this is a thing that's really going on but it's just a, still like a small percentage of people are tuned into it like i don't know maybe it's the fear <laughs> No, it's got to be fear. I, I think fear is what holds any human back from going off after a dream or like anything, getting a, a getting out of a job and getting a better suited job for you. You know, people, people don't do they it's like people, people have a hard time taking care of themselves in, in America. Like, <laughs> yeah i know that's the truth who are we yeah because jobs don't pay enough and it's, i can't believe we're mm -hmm. going through this damn period where come work for us for 15 16 bucks an hour it's like they think that's a lot that's minimum wage <coughs> yeah. excuse me I keep coughing i got a cold it really is oh it's okay um yeah it's really i mean with the uh, in I mean, a year ago, I wouldn't have said 15 an hour is minimum wage or two years ago. I know. Now, like, it seems like groceries slow down a little bit. They're still like, they still seem like to be going up. No, but, but dude, now taxes have even gone up. Like, they're, dude, they're, okay, there's these simple, like, 306, 365, which is the Whole Foods brand. Simple burritos. Like, one has rice and beans and one has uh, cheese and beans, whatever, something like that. They used to be like ninety nine cents. Now they're two forty nine. That's insane. For like a basic burrito, like nothing fancy about the burrito, just like a rice and bean one or a cheese and bean one, you know. Right. And it's like nothing oh, yeah. fancy. And that That's little inflation, or I mean that big inflation from ninety nine cents to two forty nine. I don't know, man. We're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know how that is. You know that easy I can't stuff buy to burritos. snack on. You know that easy, cheap stuff to snack on while you're at work. Yeah, that sucks. That makes me angry. Like seriously, I know. Like, how are we supposed to Jesus. afford stuff when when you, the slave stuff doesn't even pay enough? <laughs> yeah, and then they talk about the whole the whole uh, economic crash. I always hear that fear porn and. CBDCs they want to push the great taking.com. Have you ever heard of that guy? David Webb talks about how they get planned to take the whole hmm. economy. Great taking.com. The great taking.com. Okay. I'm going to okay. check that out right now. <laughs> it's a bit technical. He's got a lot of insider information from years of experience working in how the derivatives and how they, uh, they've changed the legal framework so that you don't own your, your stocks, your bonds, your mutual funds, your, cash deposits to the bank either they're wow owned by the bank so if the bank goes under what? they've got it in their legalese they can do a bail-in they just take your money and save themselves <clears throat> are you kidding me and there's a certain privileged class that that can do this when when you know, things collapse they they 
they own it. They, they the trillionaires, right? You can't take their. Right. They they make the rules. They own the governments. They make their own rules, right? So they're the privileged right. class that they own, but no one else owns my cash deposit in the bank. I don't own it. They own it because they're the privileged class. And if things go under, they take all the money. It's all a scam. And it's been put together for decades, according to that David Webb guy on thegreattaking.com. Wow. Um, that reminds me of a book that I read a couple of years ago during the plan. It's called uh, Babylon's Banksters. Do you, okay. do you know who um, Santos Bernacci is? Yeah, yeah, I've heard him. I've, I've watched I, his videos. Yeah, he uh, he recommended the book in one of his videos, and I just I, whenever I see uh, or hear a book recommendation in a presentation like that, I'm, I always throw it in my Amazon cart. So my Amazon cart's got like thousands of dollars worth of books that I that I would love to own. <laughs> um, so uh, this book is written by Joseph P. Farrell. And, uh, it. Yeah, it's 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 called uh, Babylon's Banksters: The Alchemy of Deep Physics, High Finance, and Ancient Religion. And it's really, yeah, it's it's really technical, just like the what you're talking about. And it 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 basically talks about how, yeah, we don't like own the shit. <laughs> you can get the book off LibGen, probably like Mark showed us in class, right? LibGen is or js or whatever it is. Oh, I, I'm sure you probably could, yeah. So all those books you have on Amazon, you can usually find them there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I should. Uh, I need to start looking into that. But you know, you know how I am. You know, I like to do. A, I like to do a book review. I like to have the book like in the video. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I still. I need to do. I need to do that. And I was actually um, my next goal. I wanted to save up enough to get a terabyte and send it to Mark. A terabyte of what? Oh, uh, just to get the just to get the arc. Oh, you need at least two terabytes. Oh, really? The arc drive? I thought that was the newer one. The new one is two terabytes. Yeah, I think that's what he sends now. I don't know if he can give you a one terabyte version. You'd probably want to get the whole thing, right? Oh yeah, heck yeah, yeah. Might as well, might as well go uh, go the extra mile, right? Right. Heck yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna check this website out. The Great Taking. Hmm. Yeah, it seems yeah, it seems right in line with the Fabulon Banksters. Oh man! Oh wow, the whole book yeah. is just like right here. Oh yeah, the Great Taking by David Webb. Yep. Edited by Michael Palmer, MD. That's awesome! Holy cow. They did something yeah. similar when they manipulated the 1929 stock market crash. Some banks just closed and they weren't allowed to reopen. And years later, when they're finally allowed to re reopen, only the big banks were allowed to reopen and have cash deposits for people and stuff. JP Morgan, wow. these big ones. It's all the banks are oh, manipulating and controlling everything. JP yeah. Morgan. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, that's what it was really cool when uh, I took my. It was Valentine's Day last year. I took my little sister, her friend, and uh, Jasmine. We all went to go to the movie theater. They had the Titanic in 3D. And uh, before we went, before we went into the theater, we got there a little bit early. And I was telling all the girls, I was like, "You guys have to understand that the uh, the enemies of the the banking cabal that are running the world right now were all on that boat. They all, if you look up." If you look up the tickets, the ticket list of who had tickets, there was a lot of people who, who were opposed to the Federal Reserve, I believe. 
I right. think it was. And yeah, they uh, uh coincidence. Oh, coincidence. They uh, and the the day the date that that the ship went down is um, <laughs> is important too. If you pay attention, <laughs> man. I wish I wasn't so tired. Damn it, I'd be like more on it. No, dude, that was me yesterday. I shoveled for a neighbor by my parents' house. Made money. She pays me. It's cool. Heck yeah. I worked an eight-hour day after that. I was just like, woo wee. I didn't even. I didn't even eat dinner last night. I just came home and fell asleep. Dang. <laughs> I got better sleep last night. That's good. That's. You good. just got to get better sleep tonight, and then you'll be all good. Heck yeah. Well, I had some coffee at like 6 p.m., so I don't know if I'll be able to sleep that well tonight. But, <laughs> but I did I sleep know. really I'm, good last night. I'm at the point I've had so much caffeine that I could have a Coke or a Dr. Pepper right before I go to bed, and I could still fall asleep. It's nuts. I used to do that like on purpose. I would have a high-caffeinated tea drink. When I, this was when I was younger. I would have a high caffeinated tea drink, and then I would take a melatonin. And the dream, like I would have the craziest lucid dreams. Oh yeah, melatonin. I, dream. I would dream about like, like levitating around the pyramids and stuff like that. Like it was, and I could have like full control over it too. Like you know those type. Man, oh, that, those those were divine. I miss those days. And I would also have like uh. So there's a local radio station called Music Through the Night that does plays classical music uh, all night. So I would have like a huge speaker connected to that radio station on top of <laughs> on top of that. So then I would, whenever I woke up, I would hear like these. Um, some Sundays, like Sunday mornings, I would wake up and hear like it would be the, a chorus of of women that would just absolute sound like absolute angels. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then like Saturdays would be like uh uh you know like classical music you wake up with like Beethoven or Johann Sebastian Bach. It's awesome. I love that radio station. <laughs> Heck yeah. And it's a one of those nonprofits too. You could like you could donate to the radio station and and it's tax deductible. Even though taxation is fucking theft and government is mother sucking slavery, but uh, <clears throat> no, no, one day I'm getting out of all this. This is, this is too nuts. That's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! <laughs> now I'm gonna go to Arizona. Chicago's crazy. Man, South Bend's getting crazy too. Like. I've heard of, we've been hearing a lot of sirens this week. It's wild. It just makes me makes me think of that old adage: "When one suffers, we all suffer." You know, it's like it's been a crazy week, and I've heard constant like ambulance sirens, fire fire sirens, police sirens, gunshots. I mean, we hear gunshots yeah, every people, week, but people are losing <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. And then you know, of course, Hollywood always tries to distract everybody, like all that stuff that that's going on with Cat Williams. Well, what's going on with him? Honestly, I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Here, let me hop off uh, Facebook real quick. I got I got a lot of tabs open because I got. You're like, you're like the Jamie guy that Joe Rogan has that like, looks everything up. You're that guy. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah. Whoa. Somebody's trying to pleasure themselves. <laughs> My phone does this thing where it vibrates, dude. It's real weird. 
That's wild. It'll stop this time. For it, it, it kind of reminds me of like the. Is it kind of soothing in a weird way? Oh, I know ASMR. ASMR is out there, but to be honest, like I even like the ones where they chew with their mouth open. Like I really like it. I'm nuts. That's interesting, huh? Wow, what is wow? Well, anyway, so uh, the Cat Williams stuff. He it says here in the news article, he launched into a scorched earth rant uh, on a podcast. He's talking about. Uh, he predicted that he's he's Cat Williams is predicting that 2024. Will be the year when all the deviants will be. Uh, uh, racist. Drawn in the comic said it's God's side and the other side. <laughs> Damn, bro, he's spitting too much truth. Oh my God, do not come out in 2024 spitting that much truth, Cat Williams. How be talking like that, dude? Way too powerful. He's in the wrong club to talk like with us. Um, here it yeah. goes on. It's he says, uh, it's God on the other side, and we don't about the other side, period. All these big dick. Oh, uh, we're on crazy life stories, we're nuts. All these big dits, all, <laughs> all these big dick deviants is all catching hell in 2024. It's up for all of them. It don't matter if you Diddy or whoever you is, all lies will be exposed. That's all. And anyone who takes that the wrong way, know why they take it the wrong way. The truth is the light. Damn, he said that? He said the truth is the light? Oh, he's he's going to wind up dead, bro. Ghost or, like, uh, you know, natural, it'll say natural causes. Some like, oh, he had a heart attack of natural causes. He's too old. He drank too much yeah. alcohol. He didn't treat his body well. That's what they're going to say. The article, the article I love, yep, go ahead. I love these assholes, the, how they, they say how someone died and it was not even true. It's just like... Man, <laughs> and there's there's so many. It's insane. It's literally nuts. Like, it's... <laughs> well, the, So the article says, Cat Williams says, cancel culture doesn't exist. Comedians who are afraid should get out of the business. Damn. Uh, He's been, jeez. That's really weird because he's never really said anything throughout this whole time. And then all of a sudden now he's saying something. Wow. It says, because in 30 years, I've done nothing but collect information, knowledge, and your secrets, Williams said. So if you and a man was in a corner doing something you wasn't supposed to be doing, someone, somebody come to tell me. <laughs> I don't know. He's saying too much, though. You're right. <clears throat> yeah, this is wild. This is a Fox News article, too. And who... Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember, Dennis. <laughs> I think... It's like, or is it set up, though? Did Fox News tell Cat Williams to say all this shit? Right. Yeah, you never know nowadays. He, also, he added, I gather that I value that. I'll pay for that. Come tell me. I know so many things I shouldn't know, and they all know it. You don't make me the villain, not the guy that raises black children. Ain't ever done, ain't ever, ain't never done a hard drug in his life. 
and don't have no stories of doing nobody dirty. And they'll just go out and lie. The industry doesn't mess with Cat because he doesn't, he didn't show up for the studio. No studios have ever said that. Damn, dude. He all, he said all that. That's a lot. <laughs> I, uh, man, I'm worried about him. I hope, uh, Hope he makes it out of 2024, you know? Yeah, you better get out of Hollywood. Yeah, holy cow. Illuminati weirdos will go pick him up. <laughs> Jeez. Intense. Somebody's always fucking speaking their mouth. Hmm. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's fine, but... He said... I, it's, I, I really he, he said too much, and that's kind of nuts. Yeah, that is pretty freaking crazy. I can't. I didn't know he said all that. Like, <laughs> holy cow! I just read like you know everybody on Facebook's talking about it. I know, dude. I don't. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think getting famous is the best idea. I hate to say it, but right. I've I've wanted it for years. I have, but I'm really glad I'm like more of a king of the underground guy because my life's way more simple than these fucking Hollywood dudes that live that dude. Their life every day is fucking, even if they're doing good with their career, their life is still like nuts and on the line. Sometimes. No? Yeah. And now, oh my God. So here, uh, he said, um, so he was, Cat Williams was in the movie Friday After Next. And there's like, there's four That's or five articles, there's four or five articles saying that um, they're trying to take the scene. Where Cat Williams like had uh, he he messed he did some adult stuff with a dude. I don't know if you if you, you remember that. Mm. So, so then that goes back to what we were talking about a couple episodes ago, where like this, if you don't have physical media, they can just change the movies. Like <laughs> they can just take whatever scene they want out of it. And I know. Like, oh, that scene never happened. That scene doesn't exist. It's just what a what a weird industry, man. But yeah, they just, they just want to take take advantage of creative people. It's just like exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it. Did you check yeah, out Castle? He was doing a live stream today. Did you check it out? Yeah, so I saw that. I I actually commented on one of them because. Uh, somebody commented that said, uh, this is just a test. Uh, he'll be back for regular scheduling next week. And I was like, thanks, dude. Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> yeah, I thought he might I have an actual uh, broadcast today, but uh, no, he's just testing. Yeah, I and I totally spaced it out. I've been so focused. Like uh, a buddy of mine, oh, Brandon Martin, actually, we mentioned him earlier. Uh, Brandon Martin told me, he was like, he was like, man, I'm disappointed you haven't watched all of the Mark Passio what on earth is happening in a, happening episodes? So I've been grinding those out, and in between that, I was rewatching the classes as well. Yeah, I put Get in my, the uh, uh, the tele- Telegram group a video uh, streetwise streetwise virtuality that Mark did. I translated that into text, right? And I put put buttons so that you can jump up and down on the footnotes because. It doesn't work on a mobile, right? On the desktop, it, it works. The put, footnotes will jump you up and down, but I noticed on mobiles, okay. it doesn't seem to work. So if, uh, if you don't mind hmm. testing it, if you get some time, just to see if it uh, jumps up and down and it looks good. On the phone? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I can do that. 
just in the Telegram group, you'll see it. I put it there, the Streetwise Spirituality Part 2. Yep, I'm looking at it right <clears> now. <throat> yeah. Heck yeah. Looking You're for quick. Feedback. Looking a, for looking feedback. A, yep. Mobile, are you? Oh, no, uh, on the computer. Oh, on the yeah. Mac. The footnote jumps work for the, on, a, on a regular laptop, right? But the cell phone, for some reason, doesn't hmm. seem to work. I don't know how that's, you can tell the difference, but... Uh, well, thank you for doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so listen, that's for the audience. If you guys like to, if you guys like to read, for those who like to read, the audience, go check that out. So it's what on earth is happening. Dot WTF, right? Right. I've got both the video there and the timestamp of where certain key points. I I bold them and and put a special button so you can jump down to the bottom and see an outline of all the different points, and you can scan through the outline push a button it'll jump you back up to a certain spot and then you can fast forward the video and follow along you know or you could just watch the whole video yeah. and just read through it right so but i i know if you come back months later and you want to you don't want to watch the whole video to see because you remember vaguely he was talking about this but this way at least you can scan through some oh, yeah. words or the outline and say oh that's the point where he was talking about it and it's got the wow. timestamp, so you can jump right to that part watch the video or just read the words so that's why i put it all together in this kind of that's gonna help out a lot that's that's fantastic because i i I, there's so many so many presentations where i I was like man what was i just try to and then you know i spent like an hour flipping through the presentations trying to skip through the parts because i don't want to watch the full thing and a lot of times i never find what i'm looking for and i get distracted yeah that's the problem (laughs) video you don't you may vaguely remember what the video was about but a specific point you can't you're not sure was it in this video or maybe another one but with the written Mm -hmm. in some section breaks and some key points you can scan through and the words and see oh if this was the right video and you can even go right to that spot now and read it and listen to it so that's why i put it all together that way that's so cool sweet heck yeah yeah i need i'm gonna i need to write a note down so i remember to uh remember to test that out I think it's important because Mark's good at doing uh, audiovisual stuff and, and verbally talking stuff, but he doesn't. No one's putting all his stuff into text yet, so I'm, that's why I'm doing it, right? Heck yeah, yeah! I can't believe nobody's done that. I'd really love to see a book come out by by Mark. I know uh, Brandon Martin's working on a book right now. I hope he gets that out here soon. Oh, nice! I didn't know that. That's awesome, man. Heck yeah, yeah! He was talking about it. Uh, couple months back man that guy's too smart he what when he he, when he was on this podcast he's like yeah i'm still poor too i'm like man you're too smart to be poor (laughs) yeah yeah right that's how you're absolutely right that's how i feel yeah well i don't know these these are tough times for a lot of people it is what it is Yep, yep. My bad. I was just all right. Got the note down. Got the note in. You just have to not like, and that's why I smoke weed. I'll be hundred percent honest. Because weed, I go on my break at work after a couple tough hours. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't even need to take this place seriously. Like, weed like brings you that level. You're like, well, I don't even need to take this fucking seriously. Like, right. Just do do your time and get out. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's nice for that too. Heck yeah. That's I mean, that's what I've been medicating all weekend. Shoot. <laughs> and that's a good segue. So uh, um, so just like THC, um, Jasmine and I 
actually Jasmine Jasmine and my mom ordered some uh my mom ordered a like a tea a gung fu tea set from yeah. it's well it's not from China but it's it's similar to the thing we're going to upgrade and get a real one here soon so there's a website called jessiesteahouse.com and you can get like authentic tea from China through this guy because it's 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 really hard to get authentic tea because of the shipping prices Wow, and, the, and they like wax people on it. So he he has he does the affordable way to, for people to get real authentic tea, and I'm so freaking excited, you know, because uh, you can go anywhere and have a tea session. And the the whole thing about having a tea ceremony is that it's all about gratitude. And um, you like when you have a tea ceremony, you sit down with the people you love, or sit down with a friend or something, and then you uh, you pour your tea and it's like you there's like there's like little rules to it it's it's really interesting it's it's to the to the tea culture you know you like you're you're supposed to serve the person uh like if it's just you and another person you serve the other person first right because you're you're appreciating their uh their their time and their presence and and you're all the whole while you just share the tea together and it's it's just really cool i'm really excited nice Heck yeah. And he's got like, uh, there's sample boxes where you can get two or three different types of teas. That way, if you don't like, if you don't like one, you can, you know, you can try a different one. Right on. Heck yeah. And then he's also, he also has these, uh, they're really inexpensive. He's got, they're called tea pets. And that's part of the, uh, part of like the, I want to call it ritual, tea ritual, but I don't really like that word. Part of the <laughs> part of the whole ceremony is that uh, the first, when you make this authentic tea, the first the first steep is sort of a uh, like a cleansing steep. You don't nobody drinks it. No, you don't drink the first steep. Uh, so you you pour the first steep over like it, they're called tea pets. And so he's got these tea pets. He's got a white rabbit. Tea pet that you can get for ten dollars, and that's I'm going to get that one because the Matrix, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. I'm just like dorking out. Just I'm just distracting myself from all, everything that's been going on with this tea stuff. <laughs> no, I get it. Man. There's nothing. I mean, yeah, everything is a distraction out there, but there's nothing wrong with, like getting into something if it helps with your Heck life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. We're all going to be distracted our whole lives. I mean, right. That's the truth. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know. Distracted our whole lives. Oh, I did forget to mention that on the last episode, I said that uh, Beagle Eye Vision's Musical Truth book review is the only one on YouTube. Uh, I looked it up and I realized that we do not have the only book review on YouTube. Just, uh, <laughs> just wanted to correct that before some internet bully comes on our one of our YouTube videos. <laughs> angry comments <laughs> yeah there's all types i would imagine there would be probably several book reviewers eh? right it shocks me yeah it shocks me that there's not a whole lot or if there if there are book reviews it's of like the classics like animal farm or 1984 you know yeah there's not a whole lot of obscure book reviews like one of the ones um here let me uh I need to do another internet search. <laughs> um, 
here it is. One of the book reviews I want to do this year is of a book called The Sword That Cut the Burning Grass. And it's by it's by Dorothy and Thomas Hubler. They're um, they're a married couple and they write these books together, which I, I'm a hopeless romantic. So I think that's fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's a it's a fictional book about um, a young it's he's like a 17 year old detective sort of like james bond and he wants to he's training to become a samurai but i i think it's in the period where like after it's the period where samurai like kind of you know they kind of got wiped out wow they're not, they're not wiped out they still exist today but you know for the most part there's not like there's not like entire towns or, or villages full of samurais. Right. No, even like like out in Wyoming, like there's not as many cowboys as there used to be. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great series of books. I'm excited. But uh, the it's fiction, but it teaches you a lot of the Japanese language. Like, uh, it'll teach you words, and it the way that it just it just puts puts in like the teaches you the language really seamlessly it's really smooth it's awesome and i i like i love that i love that culture right on okay yeah even and that's another word i don't like because i know what terence mckenna says about culture right it's it's your cult right break the word down i love that guy though that and and of course a lot of people thought he was nuts too and like Right, man, he was spot on about a, like a lot of a lot of. Yeah, shit. He, he just he smoked a lot of weed. Dude. People made a big deal that he smoked weed every day of his life. You know how many people do that? Like people in America would be surprised about how many people actually like do wake and bake in the morning, and then oh yeah, exactly. At, at least by eleven or noon, you're taking a couple more oh, hits. Dude. Um, uh, that reminds me of a movie. Me and Jasmine just. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that reminds me of a movie me and Jasmine just watched called uh, Everybody's Talking About It. It's called Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Okay. Mark, uh, actually, Dennis Mark even mentioned it in class. Okay. Somebody said that he should do a breakdown. Like, yeah, 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 I think yeah, I was one of them. He should do a breakdown on it, and he said he might. Yeah, that, that movie is crazy. Predict and so uh, yeah. the, the dad in the movie is a teacher. And part in the movie, like uh, it's like a dystopian movie. Matt, you gotta you gotta check it out. I don't want to spoil it, but it's a dystopian movie where basically the world is like, uh, it's it's like seemingly ending. I'll put it that way. Um, so the 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 dad in the movie is a teacher, and he like he smokes weed with this other like very rich dude's daughter, and it's it's a really awkward scene. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people don't. I don't know. They probably there's probably a lot of people that smoke, but they don't promote it. Right. So they don't like they don't advertise it. Basically, would be a better way to put it. Maybe it's because that fear. It's back to that fear thing, you know. Oh, I can't tell people I smoke weed. What will they think about me? I'm a teacher. What will my students think about me if I if they find out I smoke? You know, it's like, uh people get so tied up in their ego identifications. Dude, that's so funny you said that because earlier today I was just reminding myself that the, the only thing that separates all of us is this crazy ego thing. And the people that have the big ego, they're all on top and like, <laughs> right. they, 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 think, 
they think they have it all under control, right? But if they really did, why would they be building underground bunkers if they had if they had it all under control? You know? No, it's, you know, they're <laughs> under control. The United States, under many presidents, has have pissed off other countries, and that's the mm -hmm. real truth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a whole lot of people like America. <laughs> no, and that's to go back to the to go back to the tea the tea shop Jesse's Tea House. He said he's got a YouTube channel, and that's how I found out about it. He always talks about how um, there was one video where he actually started to get vitriolic because he said he said when I first started this channel, everybody in China, he lived in China for ten years. He said everybody in China uh, was doubted him and said that nobody's gonna like it. Nobody's gonna. It's not gonna get popular because Americans are so stuck in their ways and like you know all these stereotypes. But it's actually like getting a bigger, and a lot of his his items are being sold out. Right on. It's really interesting. Yeah, I love it. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like an underdog story, you know? Right. It's like he's like, oh, I'm gonna do it anyway, just because I love to. And there, there was one live stream where he started getting angry. He's like, dude, the COVID like almost destroyed my hobby because he was trying to make it a business, the tea thing. He like he COVID almost destroyed it. People aren't getting along. Like I just want people to sit down together and have a fucking or he doesn't cuss or anything like that. But that's my that's my own vitriol. Uh, he's like I just want people to sit down together and have a cup of tea. Like he's like, you know, despite everything that's going on, we should be able to sit down and have a fucking cup of tea together. You know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like. Yes, yes, I love this guy. <laughs> right on, it's all about supporting the right people, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, I'm going to support the hell out of him too. I'm going to make a video when we get this tea box, make a little unboxing video. Right on, that's great. Heck yes, yeah. dude, those videos get popular. Yes, when you get something in the mail and you, you, you show it on YouTube, those Heck things yeah. get popular because... People want to see it before they buy it. It's the truth. So it's like exactly, yeah. yep. And then you know, like more people talk about it, then the more people I'm just saying, talk about it. I'm just <laughs> saying, don't yeah, don't just do book reviews. Do like product reviews for Beagle Eye Visions too. I think you might get somewhere with that because people exactly. love product. they love product videos, dude, of showing it, showing it, and whatever yeah. everything that comes with, and this and this and seal of approvals and all this weird shit <laughs> right <laughs> we're legit right we no have, but people like if you, I mean, look, look up any of those videos on youtube they have a shit ton of subscribers and a shit yeah. ton of views so mm -hmm. and i think it's a honestly it's like a route that it can never be old because i oh, mean yeah. what i'm saying is there, there could always be somebody else coming along and doing it again and again because like they're everyone's gonna have a different product so yeah it's cool man heck yeah, yeah. and then maybe yeah. people will start people uh corporations will start sending me stuff and they'll be like oh if he will send taco bell will send me a box of baja blast products because uh he does he does videos of that no <laughs> that's wishful thinking but you know yeah there's uh the illusion on youtube i always talk about the illusion hamish patterson um the I, I loved his videos of his unboxing. Like he would get people would just send him care packages. It, it was the same thing. They just send him like, Hey, we made this shirt. We were thinking of you. And he would read the letter. He would like he would <laughs> up and read the letter that came with the shirt. And it was, it was just really cool. You know, 
I think it, it's it's just the simple idea of like uh, you know keeping people's mind. It's the the distraction. People love it. Yeah, <laughs> at least those are like positive distractions. So heck yeah. And somebody, I think I think it was Mark Passio during class. Somebody said, um, even if like even if your videos are, you know, be if you're honest with yourself, even if your videos are kind of boring, you know, passion comes through, and people respond to that. That's true. That's a good point. And yeah, that's how I feel. Like he's this guy's super passionate. No, dude, like YouTube and all these things. It's hard. It's people that don't try. They have no idea how hard it is to like get viewed. Like it's not easy. Yeah. So. There's so Straight many up. people in the world, so many people on YouTube. Plus, their algorithms keep you down if you're not making, you know, making a money, or they sense yeah. you that way too. If it's not the message they want to be heard, so yeah, it's really tough. Speaking, yeah. speaking of algorithms, before we started recording, I was watching some of his er- his really earlier videos. He's only got like 800 views to a thousand view, views on his earlier videos, and uh, I would click one and watch it. When it got done, it would just go to uh, automatically go to another YouTube channel with like three million views on their video, and it was about something that wasn't even related, like something stupid video games. I was I was getting frustrated. I was like, I want to watch his video. <laughs> I don't want to watch this million, you know, million sh- subscriber video game channel <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the algorithms are no joke. No, <laughs> we got crazy. We got to help each other to fight them. Fight those things. Fight the algorithm. Heck yeah. Well, shoot. I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. It's over an hour. So, <laughs> if you guys guys got any last thing, last minute things you want to get off your chest or? Um. Really. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go smoke, blow down. You're saying yeah, yeah. you're saying people were asking about me last time. Uh, do they just leave you comments, or how does that work? No, honestly, Dennis, two people at one one coworker and this guy that I'm kind of friends with, but he likes this podcast. That he wanted to make sure Dennis is coming back. I swear to God, those, those were the words that were said. It was pretty cool. So you have a couple awesome. fans. You have a couple fans where I work here in Illinois, Dennis. Okay, that's cool. That's good to know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's cool. Heck yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it is cool, though. I don't know. Like, if, if oh, Dennis would have never come on, stuff like that would have never happened. But now it did. So, it's I don't know. It's Heck crazy. Yeah. It's oh, and speaking of synchronicity, uh, Steve's in the band. I mentioned, I was like, hey, so, so Matt Bennett was going to, like, take a train and come here. But his, wor- his, wor- his job shafted him. But, uh. You know, we were we were just chopping it up. It was awesome. I was like, so I'm the co-host of, of Crazy Life Stories. We record every Sunday, and they were like, they all lit up. You know, the whole band lit up because it was like, I think it was, it was the being able to relate, like, because uh, you're so close to their home, right? You know what I mean? They just like they just lit up. They all fucking had a big ass smile. They was like, oh, what is so awesome? Like, it was a, such a good show. Right on, man. Oh, exactly. That's great because you just get you got to play and you just uh, you, you, it's just you got that off your chest you know it's cool so oh yeah it's always nice to do that heck yeah no there's nothing like a performance anybody who's never gotten into music at all like there's nothing like 
any kind type of performance. Like you do a few practices and then you get up there and you do it and it man, it's insane. Ooh, yeah. It's a That's great insane feeling. about music. It's just like I mean not just, not just I mean theater, whatever, dance, I don't care whatever. But yeah, choir, all that. that. That's just what is so amazing about performances. It's just like it's it's uh doing something to get outside of your comfort zone and try to try to test yourself, you know, go outside of the go outside of the box. Right. Heck yeah. Oh, and speaking of uh, one of our classmates, actually, uh, Chris Youngblood. Shout out to Chris Youngblood. Uh, you can look him up on Substack. He does a lot of good writing writings on Substack. I like his work. Uh, he popped in on the live stream and he said he was like, Henry, you did pretty good. I was like, yes, I felt felt looking great. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to Chris, too. Hell yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go get. Uh, I'm gonna take the dogs and uh, get ripped, and probably play a little bit of video games. And then uh, while I'm smoking, probably watch some of these tea videos until I get the real tea. <laughs> I got yeah, yeah, that's cool. That you're gonna get that. Have fun with that. I, I, I got a question. I mean, people were talking about still meeting on Monday nights with Mark Pasta, of course, and still chatting. Did people do that? Do you know? Uh, I haven't seen any. Um, I was thinking of, I had kind of a crazy week. I was thinking about just kind of uh, throwing a message up and being like, hey, I'll, I'll just pop in on the video at 7 p.m. Whoever wants to join, you know, come on. Come one, come all. <laughs> yeah, man. But at least there's that April show, man. I can't wait for that. I'm, I'm going to take, oh, like, take off like three days because April's slow. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm we're probably going to get a – we'll, we'll drift around South Bend for a little bit. We can even drift around Elkhart too. We can get a shitty hotel out there yeah, right, there, right the, by the venue, I, you know. Let's just, no, let's do that instead. That's a better oh, idea. Dude, yeah. you know what would be really synchronistic? Because there's – I told the story about the Daylight Inn in Elkhart, Indiana, where uh, there was like the lot lizards and the, the trailer, the truck drivers. Okay. You remember I told you that? Oh yeah! <laughs> like we we took the we took Squirt out for a walk, and there was a bunch of lot lizards walking around, and like one of their pimps, I'm assuming, like you, <laughs> it was just hilarious. We can go that back there. Cool. Rooms there for like are like forty dollars. Yeah, I love motels. Like, I'm not... Yeah, and the door opens right out to the parking lot. It's like it's a really cool place. I I always had fun there. Yeah, we got. <laughs> Wait, is the show at Elkhart right? Yeah, yep, yep. So the hotel will probably be like five minutes away. Yeah, let's do that. That's genius. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking blast. Yeah, we'll, get like, we'll get like one or two rooms or we'll figure it, whatever. It's all good. Okay, yeah. We don't, I mean, we don't have to. We could just get an extra bed, you know. It's, the rooms are fucking cheap, but yeah, either, either yeah. way, we'll have fun, dude. That's awesome, man. I can't wait for April. I really, I can't wait for winter. It, it, I don't even think it's going to be that bad of a winter. But, like, I still can't wait for, like, January and February to be over with, like. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nice. I want. I really want to get back to skating this year. Oh, I know. Heck, yeah. All right. Well, shit. Great episode, fellas. I'm probably going to listen to this one back again. Cool. Yeah, I feel, I'm really happy with this one. They get. I feel like they get better and better as time goes on, so it's cool. Heck yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, shit. Uh, I hope you guys have a good week. And, uh, Dennis, if I – Decide to go live. I hope I see you. Okay, we'll do. All right. All right Peace out, fellas. Bye. 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 Peace. You guys have a good night. You bet. Bye. Yep. yep. <laughs>